Welcome to this week's episode of the Implementation Experiment. I'm Anita. And I'm Christiana. So wonderful to have you joining us again this week. We are diving deep this month into uh, going deeper in meeting where people are at, like honoring them by understanding who they are and what their, what their filters are. We talked about that last week. What filter is another person seeing the world from and how can you look at that and understand and appreciate where they're coming from so that you can communicate, right? Absolutely. So this week, we're going even deeper into that. We're going to talk about adapting. Once you've discovered their filter, how can you adapt what you're doing to communicate and build a better rapport and a better relationship with other people? Yes. So the biggest issue that we have, uh, and I know um, there's one line from the movie, Must Love Dogs, that John Cusack said, and he said, I think when you meet a woman and you get married or you meet a woman, they write a script of your life, but they don't give it to you. But if you go off script, they get rid of you. (laughs) which I I thought was hilarious. It's like, my God, I saw that movie like years and years and years ago. And I still remember that quote. So again, it's like, we have a view, our filter of where we think people should be. And if they're not there, sometimes we judge them based on where we think they should be, but they may or may not even know that we've set the bar for them. Right. And, and are judging them on the difference. Mm -hmm. So what I love about this is when you focus on, on finding out what someone's filters are, you can consciously go and speak to them. So when you have that filter, what you want to be able to do is you want to look at what is some common language or what common interests do you have or what common values do you have? Like when we were talking about this before we got started, today is election day in the United States and we're filming our, or we're recording our next week's version, but there's people on both sides of the argument, very adamant of getting their way. But what's beautiful is I can take somebody who's on the other side and it's, well, we're not here to talk politics, but I can look at somebody on the other side and say, wow, I love how you stand for what you believe. I love that you're committed. I love that you're getting out there and want to make a difference. I love that you really want to serve and help people and educate people, right? Mm -hmm. Both people on both sides can say the same thing. So you don't necessarily have to agree on what that is, but you can agree underneath chunk down to where you actually do have agreement and then build from there. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly uh, as that's unfolding for you. um, It's a very great opportunity to look at other people um, that, like you said, are in different, have different viewpoints on what's going on in the political environment, but it's also, you can use that as, as we are going through, um, different health protocols, you know, masks, no masks, seating, um, you know, you have to sit so many people in a restaurant, depending on, on where you're at. Um, there's people on both ends of the spectrum of that. And, and if you have uh, a variety of people that you're friends with in social media, you, you see posts of like, like that. I see them. I see one where, you know, someone's adamant about like, if you're not wearing a mask and you get sick, you should not get healthcare. You should be denied healthcare. And then you have people saying, well, if you wear a mask and get sick, you should be denied healthcare. Wow. How amazing that they are so passionate. Like you said, now yeah. if a conversation can emerge, if they can find a common ground and build okay. a rapport, can you imagine the spectacular, the magic that they can create? Absolutely. Absolutely. Another way of looking at it too, is that, you know, 
one of the greatest ways, if you've ever been in a group, like in personal development, we have our own language, depending on what personal development group you go through, or religions have their own language, or maybe a sporting group has its own language. So there's language and how you use language is also very important. So last week I shared, you know, how I separated from my family. And when I came back, I just came back and appreciated them where they were like last month where we said finding the good. And I just really found out what is it that they like to talk about? What was important to them? And that's how I interacted with my family. And I had the best time because I wasn't forcing them into my way of looking at the world. I was really just enjoying them from how they were taking in and appreciating experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. I seem to, um, compartmentalize a lot of the relationships I have, like the relationship I have with uh, people I coach is different than, uh, let's say, uh, my brother. I have a brother who is passionate about what he's passionate about. He's super passionate about, and it's taken us a lot of years to find a common ground. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that our common ground is the stuff that's near and dear to my heart, like uh, plants, uh, at like using your, uh, growing your own, uh, food and harvesting animals. Like I didn't know that. Cause I was so busy looking at the stuff that we didn't agree with for years that when I finally took the time to apply the tools that I use and listen to him and listen to what he was passionate about and like, wait a second, he's passionate about this and that. And we started having deeper conversation based on what he loved that kind of interests me. And then we found a, a common ground and we have an amazing relationship based on that. Absolutely. And, and it's something that can very easily be applied and adapted in your life. If you are talking to somebody who you're like, oh my God, we're speaking a different language. Start asking questions, inquiring until you find a common ground and Absolutely. build the relationship from there. And it is extraordinary what can emerge from all that. Oh my God, it's amazing. And I really want to talk about, there's this really cool principle behind all of this and I want to, to anchor it. So we are all inherently good people. And what I love most about all of this is that we get what we look for. So if you're getting an experience that you're not liking, you're actually looking for that experience or you wouldn't notice it, right? Back to my mother in the hospital, right? She could have focused on everything that wasn't working but she was committed to finding what was and what was interesting is she brought everybody up to her level. She refused to play at their level. Mm -hmm. So she was intent on finding good things. So when you're looking at adapting and you know what the languaging is, you can find common ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom is such a good example of uh, she just finds the common ground and the common ground I think for her is everybody wants to be happy. Everyone wants to experience joy. And, and everyone's good in her mind. Yeah. Every person's good. However, their behavior, their behavior is completely separate. But again, when you're looking at adapting, if it's not working for you, it's because you're looking for the thing, the opposite of what you want. Mm -hmm. So just be mindful. If you're finding things that are working, you're looking for that. If you're finding things that aren't working, you're looking for that. Yeah, absolutely. It's where your intention is when you talk to people, um, I think it almost is similar to, um, as a parent, I always know my children are doing the best they can with what I've, you know, what I've taught them, what they've learned out, you know, out in the, the world, they're both in their twenties now. It's kind of bizarre. Um, but always understanding that they're doing the best they can with what they know. 
they're going to stumble and fall, but I still love them unconditionally. When you're meeting new people, just understand they're doing the best they can. They make mistakes. They stumble and fall, love them unconditionally and figure out where that common ground is, where that level of communication is that you can build a relationship uh, on versus just saying, you know what, I don't agree with a statement you made. So we're not going to have any contact because the reality is, I don't know um, if that was true for us, Christiana, but I know there's people that I'm good friends with now. The first time I talked to them, I went, oh my, I don't know. I don't know if I can have a friendship. And I've built many solid friendships because I was willing to just listen a little bit longer, ask a few questions, come from a place of understanding and appreciating their view mm-hmm. and have built extraordinary relationships from there. hundred percent. And the quality of your life, like we said before, is the quality of your relationships. So I want to share, uh, I want to share an experience that I had. So I've been married more than once in my first marriage, we were in the process of getting married and we had a party at our house for like a pre you know, wedding party. And we had our personal development group of friends. We had our athletes, we had our intellectuals, right? And we had kind of like our local locals, you know, for lack of a better word. And it was so funny. You could see when everyone came in the house, they split into the group that they were most comfortable with instead of reaching out and really getting to know. So what we ended up having to do in that relationship, we ended up throwing parties for only a specific group of people because they weren't mixing. Mm-hmm. Right. So just notice in your life, do you stay in places where people fit your, your way of looking at the world? Because you can be friends with everybody. You can appreciate value and enjoy everybody. And to the degree that you don't do that, it's completely choice. It's always and forever your choice. But like you said, you have much better relationships and you're expanding because you got curious about them, you found out about them, you found things that you had in common. And even though they're a little bit off of how you see the world, you still see that you have an amazing friend there from a different perspective or do different things with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's about allowing myself to be open to different relationships and customers and clients. I mean, we run a fairly large rental, uh, real estate rental business. If we only allowed ourselves to rent people that had the same mindset as us, we would not have everything like our, we'd have a high vacancy rate. Absolutely. Right? So, so our rental business over the years has really helped me to adapt and understand, you know, okay, people have different uh, views because of the experiences they've had in their lives, their upbringing. There's so many factors that, that create that filter. And when I can take a step back and look at that filter and communicate, uh, my, our business is thriving. Yeah. The clients that we attract to our coaching, both you and I, it, is different because we are open to just meeting them at a level that we can relate and understand because people don't have 20 plus years experience in personal development like we do. Most people we have don't, don't, or meet, don't have that. So we can't expect them to have that same languaging and the same viewpoint because they haven't been through that. Absolutely. The other thing that's really important, and I want to share one of the most common mistakes that there is, is there's, there's four personalities, four basic personalities. This goes back to Hippocrates and like something BC and over two and a half thousand years ago, I forget it. Off the something top of my BC, head. <laughs> something BC, right? It's a long time ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God. I didn't want to misconstrue or, or state it. <laughs> However, he, he was known as the father of medicine. And he realized that you could break the entire human race into four groups of people. And each of these groups of people were so different that you could actually treat them with medicine differently based on what group that they were in. So here's the mistake that we all make. We think everyone communicates the way we communicate. So when we're saying adapting, we're saying find out what their filter is and change your approach because if you're clashing with someone right now, it's because you're not understanding their filter or their viewpoint on how they see things. And once you get that, then you can come at it from a, per a perspective where they can hear you. So you're no longer clashing. You're actually communicating and there's rapport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really good point. The fact that people have different languages, even, even though uh, in my community, we all speak the same English language. Our understanding of what words mean are different. So oh God, some are completely um, uh, incorrect. Uh, I will throw our, our uh, one of our farmer coaches, Raymond Aaron, under the bus. And if he listens to this at some point, he will laugh because I remember the story. He said he had his favorite color. He thought it, um, it was a beautiful purple. And he kept saying it was chartreuse. I love chartreuse. I love chartreuse. But what he found out is that chartreuse is actually a green and what he loved is a purple. He just had a misunderstanding. Brilliant, well-educated person that had a, a minor misunderstanding with one word. Now, if somebody at that level of education can have a misunderstood word, can you imagine this? I mean, he's in his 70s and educated beyond anything I'll ever be as far as um, university and whatever people mm -hmm. that just have a high school or college diploma or university degree probably don't know all the words they're saying exactly. and if I have a different definition than you and we're having the same conversation it can be really fun oh my gosh right it's it's so funny the, I love the the statement that says you know the oh god what is that quote oh I can't think of it off the top of my head but there's something about communication is like the beauty of it is you think it's happening, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. It's like a dumbed down version of what the quote was. Anyway, but I really want to talk to you. So again, we really go back. We've, and if you go back, go back to season one, we talk about looking up words. We talk about making sure you know what you're talking about. That's the fastest way to raise your RQ is really look up words and understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And again, it really comes to breaking down, breaking down and understanding the pieces so you can understand the whole. So when you actually go through and you're discovering the filters, now when you understand the pieces, you can come at it from another perspective. You can adapt and say, wow, we have this in common. Let's speak about this and coming from here. Or maybe I'm like crazy optimist and I have a girlfriend who's going through some issues and she said, you know, sometimes I just don't want to talk to you. You're like way too positive for me and you piss me off. <laughs> no, she's my inner circle, right? <laughs> I'm not going to name names or anything, but she's my inner circle. But what's so funny about that is I know that. And so what's, what's been great about that is ever since she told me that I'm now mindful and I figure out where she's at before I dive into Susie optimist. Right. I, I'm like, Hey, so how are things? And I get really curious and, I, and I'm talking about her filter. What's going on for you? What's happening. I get a lot more in depth. I'm getting much more interested in her so I can say, can I just be my optimist or do I maybe come in just a hair above where she's at? So she's like, oh, the world sucks, which she never really comes from that perspective. But for example, you know, the world sucks. I can come in and say, well, what's not so bad? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. But what's not so bad? Well, what's not so bad might be this. And then, you know, we can kind of go up from there. 
So you don't always have to be, if you have someone who's super negative, you can still come in a little bit above where they're at or find something that's going well, but not too far of a jump because the more you, the more you jump to a higher perspective, they're going to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's where the argument's going to happen is in that gap, right? Cause it's going to be too high of a jump, which is why we're saying adapt to meet them where they're at. So that way you can bridge communication. Right. Yeah. Cause if you don't have communication with, with, uh, whether it be, uh, friends, family, clients, customers, if you don't have that communication, then it's kind of a disaster. Absolutely. So this is great. We're talking in theory. So let's say for, you know, whoever's paying attention, let's look at it this way. Let me give you a real world example. Yesterday, uh, I called a customer service rep and my husband and I are listing our house and we bought a package where we're supposed to get two additional features. Both additional features have not been delivered and it's now seven days later or six days later yesterday. And I called and I was, I was frustrated and I'm like, look, Hey, this is what's not happening. And the girl, basically the customer service person on that side, well said, well, you don't have it. Cause we don't have it. And when we have it, you'll have it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's not working for me. Like, taking no ownership, like not coming to meet me where I'm at, not finding out about what's going on for me, but, and not, and not, I mean, she was just like, this is it, take it or leave it. So I said, can I talk to your boss? So I talked to her boss and I said, you know, I'm really frustrated and here's, here's the experience I want to have. Here's the experience I'm having. The first thing she did is she said, okay, so first of all, we didn't follow through. So here's where it is what I'm understanding is this is what's important to you. And I said, yes. So she immediately adapted her approach to me and said, okay, here, I'm going to give you this credit and you'll have it by this day. And I immediately adapted to her and said, thank you. I'm sorry that I was, you know, a little strong when I got to you, this is what didn't happen. And this is what I wanted to have happen. And I'm so grateful for you. So then I got to find out more about her. And I said, well, why didn't this get delivered? She said, oh, we tried to go with a cheaper sign company and they, completely couldn't deliver. So we had to go back to our our original supplier and that's what happened. I said, that must be really frustrating. You have no idea. Yours is not the only conversation that I'm having. Right. And, and as soon as I got on that and I really got interested and I found out all of a sudden she's like, Oh, here, let me do this for you. Hey, let me do this for you. Let me do this for you. And we had immediate rapport. We had, we had rub up against each other in the beginning, but once she found out where I was at and met me there, I found out where she was at, met her there. And then we ended up, she's like, anytime you need anything, just come to me directly. I'll make sure you get it. Mm-hmm. And now I have this amazing concierge service with this woman who's like, I've got you, you know, I'll be your personal contact. You will have a great experience going forward. Yeah. Absolutely. All because they did exactly what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking at their filter and then starting to speak the language right? You don't always have to agree. Like I don't agree with everybody, every tenant I ever talk to, I don't necessarily agree with what they're telling me, but it's just a, a tool like, okay, this is where you're at. This is what, how you're thinking. Okay. Then I can speak that language. I can use the words, you know, that I can find their currency yeah. and I can work with that. And you're when, oh, thank you. I, I like that. Um, but when I find, when you find the currency and you can kind of massage that and work with that, like you had with your, with that customer service, that actually customer service is the best place to test this out on. Okay. I've, I did it last week with um, our cell phone provider. I really worked that. I got, I went from a good deal to a better deal to an amazing deal just yeah. by 
adapting and listening. Okay. This is, this is what they're saying. This is what they're saying. Okay. Hmm. You know, complimenting them, uh, you know, being very mindful of they're an employee following rules. Okay. There's someone else. I'm sure. Is there someone that else that can give me a, you know, a little more insight into this, you know, whatever it was and just going through people. And it's amazing when you take the time to learn the language, learn their currency, what you can accomplish together. 100%. So I want to speak to, I want to make sure we keep our podcast short because you and I, when it comes to this, you and I can go on long. Yeah. (laughs) And the beauty of what we do is we keep it pretty short. So I want to be mindful of that, but let me ask you, or you know this, when you start something new, you're not, it's not always your sexiest approach, right? Sometimes when you first learn to walk, you fall down a lot. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I'm going to take credit for this. Actually, I'm going to blatantly go out and just take credit for this. I have talked to Anita and Anita is going to do something very, very special for you guys. Because here's the thing, when you first start doing this, sometimes having an outside pair of eyes to walk you through and help coach you through this is crucial. And it will absolutely not only will you have a great result and you'll, you'll get to, you'll get right through what you're dealing with faster, but you're going to master this much quicker when you have somebody really working with you one-on-one. And I'm so grateful because I have Anita with me every week. So I know the value of what you're getting. So (laughs) Anita, what are you offering our listeners? Thanks for bringing that up, Christiana. I give you full credit for, uh, (laughs) telling me that it was really important to uh, offer our listeners this, uh, this uh, opportunity. So what, what we're going to do, what I'm going to do for you is uh, click on the link either in the description of one of our posts or in the description of the podcast and book a 30 minute session with me and come prepared. I'm, I'm sometimes a little bit, um, uh, challenging, but be prepared to just go through things that maybe you need trouble or you need help seeing a different perspective on or needing some clarity and finding the good in something that's going on with yourself or with someone else or a situation. And we'll just dig through it. You know, you can basically empty your basket. That's, that's one of the phrases I use. Uh, you know, if you got something going on, somebody that's frustrating you and you can't find the good, you're going to empty your basket. And we're going to sort through all that goop and garbage and find out, find the good so that you can then go back and build a productive relationship with somebody or see the good in a situation and really move forward from there in a positive way. So you just have to click the link. It's free 30 minutes. We will uh, dig through the, the basket and find the good. And I will tell you now, Anita is offering this and I, I took a stand for you guys for this because she, this is her true gift. She is like laser in her approach. So no matter the challenge that you're having, and she may even challenge you to look at it from another perspective in a very loving way. And you're going to get a result. You're going to get into a place where you're going to be able, your life will flow better. It's super exciting. The value is priceless to be able to be able to have another viewpoint to look at life from, because the more viewpoints you have to look at life from, the easier and better. And the more you'll have in your life, the better your life will be. So take her up on this. I highly recommend it. Doesn't matter when you're listening to this, if the link is live, jump on it. Look at yes. that, Anita. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's amazing. It's, it is lovely because like you said, I, I am able to really dig through stuff and, and find positive. It's something I've been doing. I didn't realize this. I was doing it in my twenties 
when I, when I was in corporate, you know, people that were having a bad day at work wanted to quit or, you know, kind of go postal on the management and the company, they would come talk to me and, you know, 45 minutes later, like, wow, I don't want to quit my job anymore. Well, and now you're much faster. It doesn't take 45 minutes. You're like, (laughs) so again, do do this. So remember, tie what you learn to what you do, click the link, make sure to schedule your session. When you listen to this, don't add time. We talked about that, right? (laughs) Do it in the moment. She'll have it a couple weeks out. So you can find a time that will work. No problem, but do that. And then comment on Facebook or on Instagram at the implementation experiment. And until next week, remember, tie what you learn to what you do. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye everyone. 